All right, welcome back to the weekly walk and talk. It is the day after Thanksgiving here. We're on the Isle of Man as usual. We'll take you for a lovely scenic walk today as we talk about lots of different stuff. So as it's the day after Thanksgiving, I thought it fitting to look at the prices of what Thanksgiving cost this year and the price rises on a number of items. So let's begin with the big one then, the biggest price rise, and that is eggs this year, up 43%. Wow, that is huge. Actually, there's been a scandal with eggs. You probably know about this, where they were saying it was because of the bird flu going around. And that's why eggs were so expensive and all the, you know, the, the birds and the flocks had to be called. And I even mentioned it on a video. But now there's a lot of talk going around a lot of um, egg farmers who are actually putting out videos on all sorts of different platforms. And they're saying that, no, it's not just about that. It's that the supermarkets are charging more for the eggs now, but they're not passing on these costs to the farmers. So the farmers are still getting the same amount from the supermarket, but they're having to pay a lot more in feed costs. So quite the scandal, I mean, no surprise to us on this channel, but quite the scandal there, profit, gouging as we often say the next one then is butter up 34 percent again no surprise we've all seen these price rises and with a lot of the the dairy herds being called often being paid by the government to cull them as well bizarre but um okay we gotta hit these methane targets don't we hey we've got to hit these methane targets yeah 80 percent reduction or 90 percent if you're in new zealand to the uh, herds by 2027 crazy anyway the next one is flour up 25 percent and again we can track that back quite easily because of all the uh, grains and the wheat and you know all the other costs that have been going on and we've had some very bad harvests over the last two years what's next then frozen pies personally my wife is an amazing pie maker so she always makes them fresh so i've never eaten a frozen pie but these are up 19 percent now the big one what is the most important staple for your thanksgiving meal that is turkey and turkey is up 17 percent just on the last year and by the way these prices are year on year prices so they don't even account going back to 2019 before all of this started this is just last year so if we went further back it would be even higher actually. But I read a funny story that uh, really made me laugh. And it was about these, um, you know, just, no, what are they called? So it's non-meat, it's basically fake meat companies, but they, they make products that look like meat. And it was so funny watching these interviews and reading a couple of stories. Because you know what it's like, you, you end up going down the rabbit hole with it. You watch one, it's like the day my wife sent me this funny cat video one day and I'll never forget it because I learned a valuable lesson. I looked at the clock and an hour had gone by and I was just ended up watching all these funny animals. So it's a lesson there for the future. If anyone sends you those videos, be careful. You'll end up losing an hour of your life. But I was watching these interviews and then reading some of the articles. I found it really fascinating about this um, fake meat companies and they were really frustrated and they were blaming the people, basically. They were saying, people are so selfish. They need to switch to our, you know, these products and, you know, methane. It's always about methane. We need to get rid of all these animals and, you know, we need to lab grow meat and we need to do all this. So they were really angry 
because they've missed all their profit um, targets and, and everything else. Look at this, beautiful. Because this little stream, this wasn't here last time I came by. We've had a lot of rainfall recently. But yeah, they tried to put out all these campaigns to get people not to eat turkey this year, but it did not work, especially for your typical, you know, traditional American. There's no way they're gonna give up their turkey. Uh, they're gonna pay whatever they need to pay to get it, but they're not gonna give up their turkey in order to eat some, you know, fake meat kind of thing. Okay, let's go this way today. Let's go uphill. So the next one then was bread and potatoes. Actually, these are the last, last two on my list here. So bread and potatoes up 15%. So these were the smallest price rises from your Thanksgiving meal year on year. And it's just funny how the government stats keep coming out and trying to make out as if, you know, these price rises are very small, you know, that they're nothing major, nothing to worry about, but they're not really telling you the truth behind it. So we know the truth. And that is why any sort of animal products are going up so dramatically. It's not just the feed, although the feed is um, part of it, but it's also because of their CO2 targets and, um, paying for the destruction of livestock and crops and you know all the other things that go into the feed. So we've got a big story coming out of the UK that just happened overnight and that is that UK nurses, uh, part of the NHS which stands for the National Health Service, are about to strike on the 15th and I think it's the 20th of December. Yeah 15th and 20th December. This is the first time in their history in 106 years that they are actually going on strike. And as you can imagine, they're not asking for just a few percentage points rise to their salary. It's pretty major. Let me read out what it is. So the body representing these nurses is asking for a pay rise of 17.5%, which sounds like a lot. The government has responded by saying that it's not 17.5%, it's actually 19.2% which they say is unaffordable to the NHS, to the government and to the citizens. And, you know, they've done typically what you'd expect the government to do. And they've said, this is outrageous. The nurses are trying to hold us to ransom and, you know, lots of name calling and things like that. But I thought there must be more to it. It can't just be that they're just coming out and saying, we want 20% almost pay rise and we want it right now. So I did look into it a little more and looked at the, the wages of nurses, and there is more to this story. So basically over the last decade, nurses have fallen 10% behind what they should have typically got when they compared their salary to other salaries. So they're looking at that 10%, then they're also asking for 10% for this year or 9% for this year to take them up to around that 19.2% target because of the inflation this year. Now, the government obviously is saying, oh, they're greedy and oh, they're terrible and all this. Well, actually, I think it's a difficult one here because I know half of you will be on one side, half will be on the other side because you won't be getting high pay rises like that. But it is a, a, an interesting one because if you think how many vacant nursing posts there are right now, it's just under 50,000. I think it's about 47,000 in the UK alone this is and 25,000 nurses left the profession over the last 12 to 18 months. It's pretty obvious to me why most of them left because I speak to loads of nurses. We've got, we've got more than a dozen nurses just in the private community on Patreon. 
and they were very clear why they left over the last year. It was because of the mandates and they didn't agree with a lot of the mandates or, you know, even a lot of them were fairly neutral, I would say. But when it came to all the children and trying to push the, the, the mandates on very young children, that's when a lot of them said, nope, that's it, that's the last straw for me. And that's why they actually left the profession. So there's a lot more to this than, than meets the eye, really. But the other thing is with the, the government, they know that nurses, you, I mean, to be a nurse, you've got to be quite a caring person. Now you think of, say, truckers' protests, right? Truckers are fairly rugged and um, quite tough guys, typically. Yeah, there's some women as well, but, you know, typically fairly rugged, tough guys versus, say, nurses who are very different, very caring, very compassionate people. So the government looks at these two groups and knows it's going to be very hard to actually fight against the truckers because they're very, you know, militant, which is a good thing, I think. I know a lot of you don't think that, but they're very militant in the way they do things, whereas the nurses, they'll be more compassionate in the way they do it. So it is gonna be an interesting one to see how this actually plays out and whether they will get this almost 20% pay rise. I don't know, I think they'll probably meet somewhere in the middle, I think, of where both of them want to get to. Next article then. Today we have chaos on Black Friday as 40 different countries where Amazon operates, the staff are striking. Is anyone really that surprised? I think I've said before that if you're an investor and you invest in Amazon, you should definitely read Jeff Bezos' shareholder letters because they are really, uh, they're an amazing read actually. It's like reading a, a business letter or some sort of a business course more than anything else. And it's quite clear, he's, he's been very clear from the start what his plans are with Amazon. He wants to automate the entire business. And I mean the entire business. So the other thing you've got is a lot of staff who are very well paid and they are striking as well. Or there's a lot that are upset. They want pay rises and everything else because they're actually creating their own destruction of their jobs in the future. And it's so obvious that they're doing this, but they don't seem to realize it. So they are creating all of this AI software, which replaces jobs. They're creating all of these robots as well, which also replace jobs. I was in London, just, well, you saw the video, I was in London just a few weeks ago. And I was walking down the street and I saw this shop called Amazon Fresh. I think it was called Amazon Fresh anyway. So I went in and there was just one member of staff for this supermarket, basically. And I, you know, did the usual thing, what, looking around, what is this? Well, well, you know, what's going on? And he said, oh, this is a supermarket, an Amazon supermarket, but there's no staff, there's no checkouts and everything else. So at first I was completely baffled by this. I just didn't understand how I could go in, grab, you know, some milk, for example, and or some orange juice or whatever it was I was grabbing and then just walk out with it and it would bill me. It didn't make any sense. So he explained, oh, it's this AI software and everything else. So it's quite clear what Amazon is doing. They don't really want to have a lot of staff. I did that um, video on the Amazon warehouse where they really didn't have many staff in there. It was robots, those little orange circular robots going around. Um, they're automating as much as they can, AI software and robotics, etc. What I'm saying is a lot of these people who are developing all this technology, 
they've only got themselves to blame if they're getting upset about work and you know oh our job's going to be replaced and oh i've got a pay cut because this ro they built the robot they built the software that's developed their pay cut by the way if you want to if you want a christmas tree here we go we've got a, tr a christmas tree farm plantation behind here there's loads actually there's as far as the eye can see we've got some uh, christmas trees over here but talking of black friday I know a few of you have taken up my um, offer that I talked about the last couple of days with my finance course, my stock market course. So that link is below in the description if you want to take that course. You are going to enjoy it. I promise you, you're going to learn. I think your mind is going to be blown from it. Even some analysts have taken that course and said how much they've learned from it. One guy said, oh, I've read you know 20 books on stock market and this consolidated it all. So. It'll save you a lot of time anyway, but completely up to you. I thought this article was quite funny today from a news network called Weon. Uh, let me read this out. What's really causing the cost of living crisis? It's not food, it's fossil fuels. I thought, okay, here we go. Let me see how they're spinning this one. The cost of living crisis, all this inflation, it's from fossil fuels, is it? And they go on this massive rant about how you know all, all this inflation it's not really from supply chains not really from food it's because of fossil fuels and that's why we need to get rid of fossil fuels we can't have any fossil fuel you know that's what some of these media outlets are like we can't have any at all none we need to completely eradicate them and i've said this before probably too many times on the channel you're never going to have a world well in the next 10 years anyway where you have zero percent fossil fuels it's just not possible. The resources to actually go 100% renewable, um, it's going to take a long time to get there. But even then, you're going to need to, you know, the power plants are going to need to idle in the background when the wind's not blowing or when the sun's not shining at night and things like that. But, you know, these media outlets make me laugh, the way they spin stories. All the inflation is from fossil fuels. It's that industry. They've done it all. Yeah. Okay. And talking of that industry, you'll recall a few months back that I said that the EU and Germany, the powerhouse especially, that the EU would grind to a halt in certain industries and sectors because of the energy prices. Well, that has actually happened now. We are pretty much there. So, you know, your fertilizer industry, your chemical industry, um, a lot of heavy duty engineering based industries have now um, temporarily paused operations in a lot of EU countries because the energy is just too expensive and they don't know they say it's temporary but they don't know when they're going to reopen again but then moving to the other side of the world then to the east China also having a lot of drops in exports now um, so to the USA exports have dropped 13 percent and to the EU it's now nine percent so this is affecting China's economy but we know there's a lot of problems with, with China. We know that the economy has a lot of issues as well at the moment. And even nearby in South Korea, they're having a truckers protest, what we talked about a little earlier. They're having a truckers protest at the moment, but they are a lot more hardcore, the government over there. Let me tell you what they are passing. So this is a new law. Yeah, so it's being passed very shortly. It's a new law that makes it illegal for truckers to protest. So that as an industry, truckers are not allowed to protest. It will be illegal. So what is the prosecution here 
three years in jail or a fine of $22,000. Now, you're probably grateful sometimes for the country you live in where a law can't just be changed like, well, well, I say that, but we've seen a lot of this over the last couple of years now under emergency powers well these new laws are enacted but then they're never removed when the emergency powers are handed back but yeah i looked into what it was that they wanted was it something crazy no um, these truckers want a guaranteed minimum wage wow that's a, a big ask a guaranteed minimum wage and what are they met with three years prison time or a twenty-two thousand dollar fine crazy Another world headline then today, Ghana is facing its worst economic crisis in a generation. So what are they talking about going back to? Gold. They're going to buy oil with gold to tackle their dwindling forex reserves. So this is another example of gold being used for transactions recently. Another headline in the UK uh, yesterday was around this £100 loan that a lady took out and has now become a thousand pounds. This is why I talked yesterday about just being careful with credit card debt and a lot of other debt, which is exploding right now. Be very careful with this stuff, get it paid down, learn finance, learn investing, so that you can actually figure out as well how to destroy this debt a lot quicker. The last thing you want is to have bad debt. And there's always an argument between good debt and bad debt, but you don't wanna have too much bad debt, although you could say that all debt is, is bad in a way. I don't necessarily agree with that. Let's turn around and, and walk back here. I don't necessarily agree with that. If you've got a mortgage, for example, I don't see that as, as bad debt because even though house prices you know, go up and they go down with recessions and the like, over the long run, if you just hold tight and you're not gonna move from that house, then it will pay off for you in the future because house prices always go up over the long, long, long run. I have to say that because sometimes you do have crazy events like the Great Depression or, or something like that where house prices stay deflated for a long, long period of time and can crash as much as 80%. But um, I don't think we're there right now. Okay, but let me tell you a funny story. We've got a couple of funny stories as we always like to wrap up with. So a New Zealand homeowner sells his house with a sign, buy my house, get a free Tesla. Because it's been on the market for a couple of weeks and it hasn't sold yet, so he's getting twitchy. This whole market, by the way, of a house, you know, a house selling within a couple of weeks, oh, multiple offers, it's gone, it's, it's over, just so you know that. A lot of people still seem to think that this this exists so this guy's panicking and he's giving away his tesla with the house just so he can sell it but it is a high asking price 1.8 million dollars which is pretty significant that's about a million pounds if you're in the uk new zealand house prices are down dramatically 11 percent right now which is a, a huge drop it's the biggest drop in 30 years and it's interesting because remember when we talked about house prices and i did those forecasts I was talking about the areas that had the biggest rises over the last two, three or, or longer years. It was the prices per earnings, if you recall that video, where I talked about if you look at the price and then you look at how much the average salary is, 
is typically for a, a fair price house somewhere in the region of seven to eight. So if your salary was one X, then the house price you'd expect to pay is seven to eight X. So that's really how it, how it works. But what we saw was some markets like New Zealand and in Australia and Toronto, Canada, and you know, some other places like this, where the prices were just way, way out of whack. You were seeing 15 price per earnings. And what I was talking about was how these places would crash down quite heavily. They have to crash down. That is just the, the law of statistics. You've got to revert to the mean average eventually. Okay, last story then, a little bit of a funny one here. So Hawaii has got a massive crisis at the moment. Their words, not mine, they're calling this a crisis. Now to us, a crisis is, is something pretty serious like things we've been going through. No, in Hawaii, a crisis is feral chickens. <laughs> so apparently some chickens escaped, I don't know how, and they've been breeding or getting broody as it says, and they've been breeding all over the island. And now there's so many of these chickens, they've started becoming aggressive and causing problems for the islanders. So they set up all these very expensive traps. Hold on, let me tell you. Costing $7,000, but they only caught 67 birds in this entire time, which equates to $100 <laughs> per bird. Oh my goodness. And I find that story funny because here where I live, there's loads of we don't really call them feral chickens, we just call them wild chickens and roosters. They're all over the place, all over the island, but they're so tame. You can, I mean, they're not aggressive, they're very friendly. You can just be sat there and they'll come right up to you, no problem at all. You can hand feed these chickens, you can pick them up if you like. So I do find it interesting that they've got this massive issue with feral chickens over there. All right, well, I just wanna finally say thank you to all of you who support me and have supported this channel and who've gone over and bought the macro and finance course, 18 months worth of work in that. I just wanna say thanks for supporting me because you know it hasn't always been easy here. I've had a lot of issues, bank accounts canceled and all sorts of other problems because of the things I talk about. So I do appreciate your support as well as you know the private community who are uh, those of you who are members there. So thank you so much. Enjoy your Black Friday. I uh, hope you enjoyed Thanksgiving and I will see you now on Tuesday. So take care, God bless and see you then. Wow, there is wood everywhere here. Plenty of firewood here. Just come and chop your pieces up.